Welcome everyone to Mental Health in the Academy. I am Carlos Perez. I'm here with Dr. Kathy Box, the director for the Center for Teaching, Learning, and Scholarship. I currently serve as the chair for the Department of Psychology and Counseling here at Lubbock Christian University. I'm a licensed professional counselor. I'm also a licensed marriage and family therapist. Kathy, thanks for being here. You're welcome. I'm glad to be here. Thank you, Carlos. Thank you for starting this idea, for starting this conversation, Mental Health in the Academy. You and I have had a couple of conversations about the overall mental health state uh, in society, but specifically about the university and people who work in the university or who live in the university like we do. We're always here. All of. So let's talk about that for a second. What, let's talk about mental health in the academy, and let's talk about a part of the resources that the center provides, including this podcast, that speaks to or helps mental health in faculty, students, and staff. Well, you know, even before the pandemic hit, um, we were in a state of a bit of turmoil, and um, I think mental health at the time was already um, precarious in many. And um, then the pandemic hit and kind of pulled the rug out from under us. And there was a great deal of uncertainty. And I think mental health became even a bigger issue as we dealt with the pandemic in our personal lives and in our professional lives. And we just feel that um, to serve the needs of our faculty, we have to address mental health mm. issues. You know, you can't you can't set that aside um, and and hope it gets better. Mm. I think it's our job to address it head on, to to admit that it's a problem, and tackle it head on, and provide some resources mm-hmm. for our faculty to to deal with with whatever issues that the, that they're facing. What kind of uh, and this question might put you on the spot, so I'm sorry. What kind of struggles do you think faculty, students, and staff are facing right now? I have an answer to that. I'm going to answer that too. Mm -hmm. But I'm wondering what kind of things people are carrying or struggling with as far as the university life. Uh, What kind of of mental health challenges do you see? You know, I don't know if this is necessarily... um for university life, but I've just seen many of my friends suffering with grief. Yeah, uh, there's there's a deep level of grief over things lost mm-hmm. uh, and people lost, uh, a way of life that that has changed. Um, the distance that we had to put between uh, ourselves and our loved ones when they were suffering, um, you know, it, it just it took a toll sure. on on sure. on faculty, and so I think grief um, is. is something that affects us in so many ways. And, and it just, it, I think there's anxiety that people mm. um, don't, they may not even recognize that, that that's, a, that's something that they're dealing with, but I think we deal with anxiety. And the stress is just yeah. off the charts. Yeah. And, and it, it's just indescribable, the stress yeah. that the pandemic has caused. And, uh, you know, I yeah. think I think there are a lot of a lot of things that we're trying to tackle, and I, I don't know about everybody else, but I'm not well equipped to handle these things that are a surprise to me. They're a surprise to you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just read an article today this morning that was talking about how Americans are experiencing the most extreme levels of stress that they've experienced since like 2015 or something like that, mm-hmm. or the previous recession or whenever it was. Um, to to provide a little bit of context, we're in the middle of the Ukraine conversation. 
And so people are worried about the, the state of the economy and World War III and things like that. So there's a lot of stress right now. Uh, there really is uh, across America and I think in the academy as well. I think that leaks into the academy. What's interesting about the academy, so I agree. I think people are struggling with grief. I mm-hmm. think people are struggling with anxiety. I think people are struggling with even depression. Right. Um, and and these are all uh, future podcast episodes. We want to dive into conversations about anxiety and depression mm-hmm. and grief. And we'll get to some other podcast episodes here in a second. But I think people are carrying all these things. Um, and uh, and the, th- the funny thing about the academy, about a university, is that it keeps going and we still have to go to work and we still have to teach and students still have to go to class. And, and so w- there are, there are these things that we're carrying and we still have to do our jobs. Right. That's not easy sometimes. No. And not only are we carrying it in our personal and professional lives, but our students are too. Exactly. And we have to, we have to exactly. recognize when our students aren't behaving like we want them to or, or not responding like we want them to or, or we're used to that, that they too are dealing with mental, mental health issues or yeah. emotional struggles, stress, anxiety. Yeah. And if I don't even know how to take care of it in my own life, mm-hmm. how do I respond to it mm-hmm. in, a, in a classroom and make sure I'm aware of it and tending to my students? Yeah. My students cannot learn in my classes if, if they're, they're suffering from uh, those emotional things sure. that keep them away from... from um, they don't care about the content if they can't <laughs> if they can't handle handle their anxiety or yeah. I mean it's 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 a double whammy. It is. I've seen a lot of just blank faces this semester, mm-hmm. even last semester, um, but uh, maybe not even blank faces. Blank is a, is a fair way to, to put it, but it, it's like I'm I'm speaking right through them. Like yeah. it's, they're looking they're looking at me. I'm looking at them. And it's just straight straight through them, if right. that makes sense. There's, I've seen a lot of that this semester, yeah. uh, quite a bit. It's just like they're down in a quagmire, yeah. and they're just they're just there and just trying to put one foot in front of the other, yeah. and, and they're just a little bit yeah. stuck in the moment and not sure, not equipped maybe to move forward. I've had several students, I'm, I'm thinking about the time frame here, even last semester, I've had several students who email me and they say something like, you know what? I'm sorry. I can't make it to class today. There's a lot going on in my life and I, I can't sit through another a class period right now. Just something to that effect. Mm-hmm. I've seen students do that over and over again, especially, and that's happened several times this semester. I do think students are carrying a lot. Mm-hmm. I do. And I think faculty are as well, but I think the university life, and that's the thing, we have to go to work. We're carrying everything. Students have to go to class and they're carrying everything. That's the university goes on whether we're dealing with things or not. And that's what, that's what makes this conversation more interesting for me. Well, and that we're a Christian university, mm. I think, changes things, too, because we expect from our colleagues a bit of mercy and some mm. grace yeah. when we just can't move forward yeah. with whatever professional duties we have. Um, and our students, you know, it, it, it's it's different. They expect some understanding about the whole person and their their mental health and well-being and you know i think it it puts us um at a i don't know what the word is um a crossroads where where do we maintain our rigor and our high standards Mm -hmm. for learning and excellence in learning and buffer it with 
kindness and yeah. understanding. Mm-hmm. I, I think it. I think it's a hard place to be. It is. It's because it, 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 you you do want to be caring. You do want to extend grace, yeah. and you want to be understanding. At the same time, you have an absence policy that you have to abide by. So yeah, right. there's there's a weird balance there. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Too many decisions to make. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of decisions, and mm-hmm. and a lot. And I think a lot of us are at a place where we don't have the mental capacity to make these kinds of decisions. And, mm-hmm. and so, so, so we mentioned grief, we mentioned uh, depression and anxiety, some other ideas, some other podcast episodes that we'll be going into um, are overall uncertainty and the, and the stress and anxiety that, that living in an uncertain time brings. Mm-hmm. What do you, what do you think about that one? Well, in my 60 years of living, I have never been more uncertain wow. of, of, of anything. The yeah. world around me, yeah. um, uh, things going on at our university right now, there's uncertainty. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um, ubiquitous sure. in, in almost all aspects of our lives. And as a Christian, I struggle with this. I have faith in God. God is my rock. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing that doesn't change, and that's God and his love for sure. me. Mm-hmm. But the world around me is, is, is not reflecting yeah. that. Yeah. I think there is a lot of what's going to happen next. Mm-hmm. Where What is this going to look like in a couple of semesters? That's a weird place to live in. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if we're talking about the future of, of, a, of a university, the future of a department, those are lives we're talking about. Those are jobs we're talking about. Right. That's right. a that's ooh, that's that's weird. It is weird, and yeah. and so not only that uncertainty um, about enrollment, but when our students do come to us who have missed maybe two years yeah. Uh, yeah. Of, of quality instruction, and so now they come to us uh, less prepared than before, mm-hmm. and we need to change what we do to meet their needs. It, it just changed everything. Yeah. The pan- pandemic just changed everything. I don't know where people get the idea that being a professor is an easy job. <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't understand where people get that idea from. Uh, yeah, it's quite the opposite. It's, it's one of the hardest the jobs, I think. It is. It is. Yeah. But you know, from a my experiences in K twelve classroom, and you teach, mm-hmm. you know, eight to four every day, bell to bell, sure, all day long, sure. several preps. And when I was in the classroom, I thought I would love to go to the university and just teach two classes. <laughs> and sit around and discuss books yeah. and serve on committees. And I just thought it would be just such a more relaxed, laid back atmosphere. Yeah. And I was really, really it's, wrong. It's not the case. No. no. Oh. Yeah. It's, yeah, I don't know where people get the, oh, you're, you're a professor. Oh, you must have an easy job. Yeah. Uh, no. No. Usually not the case. No. Not at all. Yeah. No. Um, I actually talk about that in, a, in one of the next episodes. And so, uh, so that's, that's an interesting one for me. Um, what about issues of like burnout? That's an important conversation to be to be broadcasting on an episode. Mm-hmm. I think we're living in a time of burnout. Uh, I really think so. Not just academically, not just as a job, but I think there are different kinds of burnout. I think parents are burnout, especially parents with small children who had to like work and homeschool over the past couple of years. Mm-hmm. I think there's different kinds of burnout, but I think that's an important conversation to have if we're talking about mental health. What do you think about that one? Oh, I think it's a serious problem, yeah. a serious problem. And uh, I think I think teachers in general are leaving the field, hmm. you know, because of the burnout mm-hmm. uh, in universities, K-12. I think I think we're just leaving. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I guess other professions as well. 
that have the front lines, sure. you know, yeah. during the pandemic. But but I think burnout is going to be a big problem as we mm-hmm. strive to keep good faculty on our campus. Mm-hmm. But the the smaller our faculty gets, the more load advising yeah. Yeah. committees. Advising, oh gosh, <laughs> advising. Yeah. The the course load. It just in our in our efforts to to reduce our budget and work with what we have, it puts more burden on our faculty mm-hmm. who get more burned out. And uh, it's just this cycle mm-hmm. that that's not a very productive one. And uh, there, there is that cycle is, is, is vicious and it's easy to get caught up in it. And, and I, I don't like it that, that we're in this, even people who, who didn't quit during the pandemic, I think I talked to you about this at one point, people who stayed and didn't quit their jobs during the pandemic, like we're on the tail end of that. And people are not generally in a healthy place after the pandemic and they're still working and they're still doing their thing. What are they calling it? The great disengagement. So they're working, but they're disengaged. Right. And they're burnout. And, Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, this is a really interesting time. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's a really important conversation for us to have. I recorded that episode a couple of weeks ago, so I'm excited to bring that one out. Um, what about work-life balance? What about that one? <laughs> um, it's not as big a challenge for me sure. because I'm an empty nester. Sure. Yeah. And I don't have all those responsibilities when I get home. Between my husband and I, we share. And, and it's just not quite the burden. Sure. But I just can't imagine uh, people like you mm-hmm. and others who have, have children at home or who care for aging parents or have these other responsibilities and to to leave your job and go home yeah. and do all the things mm-hmm. that you have to do mm-hmm. um, is just overwhelming. And so, is, you know, yeah. I, I, for me, it's not as big a big of a problem, but I see my friends struggling and struggling yeah. greatly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks ago, um, uh, my son's school had a, a bursted, a bursted pipe uh, over the weekend. It was when we had that deep freeze when the pipes burst and, uh, several classrooms were flooded. And so we had to juggle work and taking care of him for several days. And, and that's what we did. And we, and, and even during the pandemic, we were splitting days. We would, we, I would work four or five hours a day. My wife would work four, four or five hours. And so it was that tag team. That's, mm-hmm. that's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and then think of the single parents. I know. Yeah. And how they, how they manage. Yeah. Uh, I don't, it, it's, it's, Getting more and more difficult. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah. And the demand is not going down. No. Yeah. But it's important that we respect that balance and, and try to get things back in e- equilibrium for our mental health. We yes, have exactly. To, we have to focus on our families. Exactly. And, and take care of ourselves. Um, I think self-care has gotten kind of, people are a little tired of hearing that term. Yeah. Um, but it's really it's important. It's really important. In fact, that's not on my list of ideas uh, of, of podcast episodes, but we should talk about self-care. I'm going to make a note of that because uh, I think that's a really, really important one. Um, yeah, that phrase is, has been tossed around a lot, but I think we need it now more than ever. I do too, but we just don't think we have the time yeah. to take care of ourselves yeah. um, and yeah. gets to be a problem. I said earlier in this conversation that I'm putting up an away message uh, on my on my email over spring break, and I think that's a form of self care. That's that boundary of, even if I think people still email, even though they know that there's an away message up. But still, at least they'll know. Hey, look, he's not available. So um, it might be several days before you hear from me. Good. So yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. That's good. I think that's a good practice for everyone. There are other conversations that we want to have. 
toxic positivity. That's a that's a fun one. Mm-hmm. That kind of relates to the faith conversation that you're having about too, right? Uh, right. How did you say it a couple of days ago? Uh, don't worry, God's God has got this. How did you say it the other day? Well, that's that's the that, toxic posi- positivity yeah, yeah. that we hear. Um, you know, that quit worrying about things yeah, that are happening. Yeah. It's all right. It's all going to be okay. God's got this. You're all right. And and instead of acknowledging this is a struggle and this is hard, mm-hmm. God is walking beside us and helping us through this. And and we know that. Of course. But it doesn't mean we're not going to struggle, and it doesn't mean everything's going to be all right. And it doesn't mean when you um, express that you're discouraged or down, yeah. doesn't mean that, that you don't have faith. It just it's just being real, yeah. and yeah. and some people see it as a sign of weakness or lack of faith, and that can become toxic. Yeah. You really do you overlook what people are struggling with when right. you jump straight to don't worry, the whole the whole God's got this thing. Mm-hmm. There's a big part of a person that's being overlooked when right. you do that, and that's a really, yeah. If it's almost like it's almost like you're, what's the opposite of validating? Unvalidating, Dis- discrediting, discrediting whatever their their struggle is. Right. You're jumping straight to the fix, and you, and you're so you're you're overlooking a very important part of their experience. That's a really important one. I can't wait to have that conversation. Um, uh, so that, that's like a faith slash toxic positivity conversation or something. I think so. Yeah, that's a good one. There are more ideas that we want to talk about, which we will get to, but we have several podcasts coming out in the next couple of weeks. Where can people find these podcasts, Kathy? So we're going to make them available through through the web, through Facebook, okay. through our Equip. Mm-hmm. Facebook will also, uh, plan, I plan to put them in, in a Teams folder Great, yeah. where, where people can just easily access Great. them because not every everyone is on social media. And we'll send them out through emails with links and descriptions Great. so that they can pick and choose. And what I really like about podcasts, as busy as we are, yeah. You know, you can listen to a podcast when it's convenient for you on the drive to work, mm-hmm. um, whenever you feel you need it. And and I think it's a really good way to, to share the expertise on our campus. We've got some some really thoughtful individuals on this campus. We do. Yeah. yeah. And, and we can learn from them. Nobody knows our campus better than than the people that you've interviewed and and I think that's valuable because mm-hmm. we speak from the same place and they understand, you know, the pressures and and the context of these. Agreed. 100% agreed. What about if people have questions? So, I think they should email you. Okay, sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah. I think I think we'll put these podcast episodes on our department Facebook page as well. Right. Okay. But yeah, so so they they can find it on our Facebook page and right. if they have questions they can post them on our Facebook page or shoot right. us emails or on the, the center's webpage. If people do have questions, there'll be places that they can reach us. Well, and I think on Facebook, I, I would love to see the conversations, Great, you yeah. know, in, in the comments and, and people kind of just share there if, if they feel comfortable doing that. So if they feel comfortable with a, a public conversation of Facebook would be a great place to have that dialogue. Great. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think mm-hmm. so too. Um, what else, Kathy? There's, we're at the end of my list of notes here. What else? What else do you think people need to know? Mm, I don't know, except I just want folks at LCU to know that your mental health matters to mm-hmm, us. Mm-hmm. We care. And, you know, it's just really hard to find solutions and ways to help people. Mm. And um, that's why I really appreciate you interviewing these people and providing it for for faculty. 
And, um, you know, I hope I hope that someone learns from these in a way and, and, and that it's helpful to mm-hmm. them. That's that's just my prayer that that it helps someone when in, in when they struggle. Well, this was your idea. So so I think it's a, it's a great idea. And I think it's it's overdue. Yeah. Quite frankly. Well, it may be my idea, but I went to the expert and that's you. So I appreciate partnering with you. Well, thank you. I'll do what I can. I think uh-huh. I think this is important. I think people need something like this. I do too. Um, in the meantime, there will be several episodes that will be out uh, very soon in the next couple of weeks. Good. And you can find those on our Facebook pages and our web pages. Um, so if you have any questions, please let us know. But for everyone else, everyone listening, stay tuned. There is more to come. Um, and in the meantime... I think that's it for me, Kathy. What about you? Yeah, I think that's it. Thank you, Carlos. Okay, thank you, Kathy. Everyone, take care, be kind to each other, and we'll talk to you soon. 